0: Hi, this is Ben Dockery, pastor at Christ Church in Lake Forest, and you're listening to The Lake Forest Podcast.
1: Welcome to The Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and religion. My name is Pete, and I'm joined my co-host, Scoo Walker. How are you doing, Scoo? Very good, Pete. How are you today?
2: Hey, scouts One less
1: Football weather. Scouts are looking great again. Life is good. And we all live in Lake Forest. Hey, we got a sponsor for the show, NeuroNoodle. Hey, parents of athletes, you get a physical every year, right? Well, include a brain map so you have a baseline to compare it to in case something happens on the field. It takes only 20 minutes to get the data you need to know if your athlete should get back in the game. Okay, one of the things we like to do here at the Lake Forest podcast is put a spotlight on our local people doing local good. We are joined today by Ben Dockery, pastor at Christ Church in Lake Forest. Pastor Ben,
0: thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Fun to be here. Tell us about yourself and your background, Ben. My family and I moved up here a little over six years ago and actually moved here to work at Trinity International University, so work on the administrative team there. We started attending Christchurch um, just as members of the church, and we're in the community over there. The role that I fill at Christchurch is called the campus pastor, so Christchurch is one church that has four different locations. We have six venues, but four locations. And so I'm the campus pastor in Lake Forest, and I've had that role for about four years now. Uh, we moved here from Kentucky. My wife's from Texas. I grew up in the South around, so Tennessee, Kentucky, Texas. I lived uh, several different places. But what is a campus pastor? Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's kind of like, what's a good analogy? So the uh, manager to the regional manager, director of, you know, that kind of a- uh, Got county. it,
1: got it, got it. Um, okay.
0: So at each of our campuses, there's, there is a staff or a pastor that helps lead and unify the team um, that's there. So we have a senior pastor, Mike Woodruff, who's been at Christ Church for over 20 years. um, And he leads at the highest level. He's our senior pastor. And then at each of our four campuses, there is a campus pastor um, that is responsible for a lot of the day-to-day, week-to-week ministries of the church. And so that's the role that, that I serve. We've got a great team of people here in Lake Forest and I get to work with uh, specifically with our campus.
1: Now, what kind of church is Christ Church yeah great we question a, we got a 500 to a thousand people that move into uh, Lake Forest every year and they're looking
0: for guidance direction uh, yeah so uh, we're we are considered a non-denominational church so we don't actually have um, in some ways a, uh, a religious tradition that we're stepping into we're not Lutherans we're not Catholics we're not Baptist, whatever else that's there. If you're dividing the church up in terms of church history, we'd be on the Protestant side. So it wouldn't be a Catholic church. We'd be on a Protestant side of things. An independent church that started in 1980. So there was a group of 17 people that moved up this direction, Lake Forest. We're looking, they started a Bible study, started praying together, started singing together. Next thing you know, kind of one thing led to another. And they they moved through the ranks of being at the Gordon Center and then Lake Forest Academy and then the old Barrett College. And then in 19, mid-1980s, one of the members of the church actually donated this land. So we're in the corner uh, for listeners. We're in the corner of 60 and 43, right in the corner of the big white church, big white bell tower, 150 feet up in the air. That's Christ church. Yeah. So we're a non-denominational church. And so because of that, the type of people who make up our church community, we've got any number of folks, religious traditions that that do show up. But yeah, I hope I'm answering the question the right way. Oh, absolutely. My kind of church. It's like, who's Right. Yeah, we, we do have some healthy uh, disagreement inside of our church, and that's that's part of what we are. So well, sometimes non-denominational churches are called like the mutt of uh, you know we're not a we're not a purebred golden retriever, or we're not you know sort of the uh, right down the line of the Presbyterians that have hundreds of years of history and tradition. And
1: well, you're you're definitely on the mutt podcast, that's for sure. Scoo, <laughs> do you uh, remember Christ Church uh, moving up? Uh, Scoo's been around Lake Forest fifty-seven years.
2: I I remember the evolution of it. Yes, yeah, as he was saying, into the big church on the corner there.
0: How did how did they
1: get the land? It was donated, but who gave up the land?
0: Yeah, so there was a developer in the area who was doing several of the residential area or homes in Lake Forest, and he had this whole chunk. We're on about nine point two acres right here, and he had this plus um, I don't know how much further back into the lot he had, but he developed the residential um ring around the church as well and then he bracketed off this and he mean he just gave a donation to the church that was here and so um Gordon Melling was his name he he recently passed away in the last 2 months we just had a funeral service oh man um for him uh in the last month or so uh he retired out to Arizona so he lived there out in that area but uh, had a service back here at the church in the last month and so anyway obviously extremely generous and set the course of the church for so many different reasons. Uh, and there's people that know, Scoo, you may know more of the history than I do. I've kind of read it, but didn't live through it. Uh, but anyway, so that's the short answer on that.
1: So what kind of services do you have? Uh, is there a, a food pantry? What? How do you help the community, number one? And
0: then number two, how can the community and our listeners help you? Yeah, great question. So the way we talk about that is that the mission vision direction of our church is to help people discover life with God. So if anyone's around Christ church at all, they'll hear us use that language a lot of help people discover life with God. And we, we kind of break that up into two primary ways we're doing that. And the language we use for that is to reach people and then renew communities. So the reach people aspect of that is, is really what the Christian church has been about uh, from its origins. Right, since Jesus, the early followers of Jesus, who have been trying to learn and live his his way of life, Um, and so that's sharing the good news of Jesus and talking about those. We gather together on Sunday mornings at Lake Forest at nine o'clock, and then again at eleven o'clock, same service, two different times, and that's all the kids, all the families that come together in for those ministries that are there. So nine o'clock and eleven o'clock. We have any number of any given day of the week. We're going to have other ministries that are going on, both at the building and really scattered throughout the community but those are the gathering places. And then the second aspect of that, so the the what it means to renew communities, we just have a ton of local partners that we're trying to just really fan the flame of the good that they're doing, be a part of some of that work that's there. That's everything. I mean, you mentioned, so we do food distribution at some of our campuses. Uh, we do blood drives at some of our campuses. Um, we have uh, something called a hogs ministry, the hands of God helping. So that's elderly people in the community that can't quite fix something in their home or can't move something that's too heavy. So there's a group of men and women at the church that that they call us and we try to mobilize that group on weekends to go and fix projects like that for both members of the community, the church community, and the broader community. We have something called Cars Ministry, which is how people in Lake Forest and uh, the other campuses will donate a a car or donate an old car um, instead of trading it in. And then we will help fix it up, get it ready and find single moms that don't have a vehicle and try to provide help for young single moms in that area and do that mainly in the North shore. So we're targeting different groups up here. There's something called the justice center. So we have a lot of professionals that have legal and financial expertise inside of our church, and we deploy them to help serve those that just need that advice at a pro bono level. So people are coming in and giving their time and energy expertise to serve um, in that way. I mean, there's just any number of things that are there. I'm talking about local stuff. We have global mission partners that we do that with as well when people think about Christ Church, a lot of people get connected to the church through the family, through the, through families inside of the church. And so we have a really vibrant youth program. Um, and so we have a youth pastor named Siler Thomas. He's been here over 20 years, which is almost unheard of at that level. A lot of youth pastors are short term folks. sally has been here 20 years and knows a ton of families. So they meet on Sunday nights and there's, you know, between middle school and high school, hundred something kids who come and do that. And they, they travel um, for trips and do some really cool retreats and things like that. So uh, that's a that's a longer answer to your question. What what kind of trips and retreats? That sounds uh, pretty cool. Yeah, they're I mean they're up in Wisconsin for retreats for you know some of the the mix of youth fun plus uh, trying to dive or dive a little bit deeper into the spiritual realities. Um, and so each one of those has a different theme throughout the year. Um, in the summers we take mission trips, so we go to our upper level students, juniors and seniors only, have traditionally gone to India. That's our mission partner, one of the ones that they go to that's a smaller trip. As you can imagine, we haven't done that the last two years um, for all the reasons you would expect. Um, We take anyone who's in the high school program to the Dominican Republic and been doing that for years, go down there and build some homes. Um, And students love that trip. Parents get to go on that. It's really fun um, to do that. And then we have some local stateside trips as well. This past year we were down in the border of Texas. We were in Washington, DC, and then down in Nashville as well. Um, Then we do a trip in the city of Chicago as well for students to come and, and be a part of that. So there's any number of, of, uh, opportunities for families and students to be able to be involved in those types of things.
1: Now with COVID, you guys you seem to be pretty tech
0: savvy there. Uh, do
1: you have an online present? Can, can you stream uh, services? Uh, tell us about that.
0: We, like everybody else, uh, we we did our best in that moment to uh, really, we ask people in the congregation that are a lot smarter than us as staff um, and uh, to say, how do we need to think through some of this? We happen to have some Folks that were really good, had really good instincts on what to do with that, that were also on the staff leadership team. And so we spun up online programs um, and live delivery of those things. We did some pre recorded things for music so we could get all the audio and tech pieces in place for, from a production value side of things as well. And so that's continued from, you know, from March, whatever that Sunday was, March 13th, 14th, 15th, somewhere in there yeah. to this day. So uh, when we talk about having four campuses, those are, we have a campus in Highland Park campus in Vernon Hills, a campus in Grace Lake, um, and then Lake Forest, Lake Forest being the, the first of those campuses. And then, but now we have, it's not an online campus. We don't think about it as a campus, but we do have certainly online uh, members of our congregation really around the country now. And some even that uh, live internationally, you can see all that stuff on your YouTube hits and all the data that comes in on that. So um, so every weekend, yeah, nine o'clock, 11 o'clock, those are there. And it's it's created quite an archive of content, if you will, that you can access and find out about who we are as a church, but also just view a whole service and, uh, look and watch one of those from start to finish. And so that was part of that. I mean, we did like everybody else, we were just making stuff up along the way. How do you take something that's, a, that's so important to us to be in person together, physically sharing, uh, just conversation and dialogue and, you know, hugging somebody and telling a story and laughing and all those things that are important and trying to figure out how to do that digitally. Yeah. So we've had we've had a fun last 18 months as uh, many others have.
2: I think it's amazing how big it's gotten in such a short time. And how many are in the congregation?
0: You know, it's I would I would give it a pre-COVID, post-COVID numbers, if that's yeah. fair. So average attendance would probably be on a weekend service, about 1,750 prior to COVID. And that's it's in person. We don't have, we weren't counting in any way downloads or anything that was online at that point in time. So that would be an average what it is. There's about, you know, overall, there's about 45 staff. At Christchurch, at all the campuses combined, so that's all four. Currently, in this in this moment, we're running a little over fifty percent of what a weekend attendance would be, Um, and then in addition to that, we have you know another three hundred. Or so that we think are joining online. So, um, and you guys probably know the exact same thing with your numbers. You're looking at all your data on the back end. How many people listen to this podcast? Did it trend? Did it go anywhere? And one of the things you get is you get unique screen views, but you don't get actual people. So, if there's a family of five at Christchurch, it's not coming in person, but right. they're sitting down and watching it. You could put a multiplier on it, and churches are given their best guess: is at 1.3, is at 1.7, depending on the age of your church and the makeup of demographic and whatever else, there's X amount of people watching per unique view. We don't try to do the math on that. We just know how many people watch there every week and do our best to engage with uh, online um, attendees or online viewers uh, the best way we can. So we've hired somebody to help do that. that That's what they do now is they try to connect with those that are online and again, help them discover life with God. And so far as we're trying to do that. So it's fun. It's new. It's, you know, the innovative aspect of uh, the church, like, like everybody else trying to, trying to adjust. So
2: What are some of the reasons do you see that people from different churches leave there and come there to you?
0: So I heard you mentioned this earlier. There's a lot of people moving in and out of Lake Forest, Lake Bluff area, right? So we see most guests that we see are new to the community and they're just looking for a church home. A lot of them, uh, many of them have a church background. um, And so therefore that's part of their value set, their family, what they do. And so they'll show up here and find out if we make sense and if we're the kind of church they're looking for. Um, in addition to that, like a lot of people, you're, when your life gets interrupted um, and you recognize because of a you know health diagnosis or family issue or just something going on in a job, there's an existential crisis that happens. And in that moment, people are kind of looking around and there's some uh, immediate things you think that can, quote, fix the problem uh, that at least make you feel better in a short term place. And then a lot of people... After some of those things don't work, they tend to say, is there something to uh, faith? And is there something to God? And what is, what is a church community? So we get people kind of seeking answers to life's questions that are there that will show up um, at Christ Church. Like everybody else, I mean, uh, the church, we, we certainly say, come here if you're broken. That's what we, not come here if you're good and righteous. But as Jesus is inviting those who are sick, they're the ones that need, that need help. Um, And so the invitation is, you know, to anyone and everyone that is, that finds themselves in that place. So people come here from other, from other churches, because who knows why there, you know, could be something they don't like about the, the color of the flowers, like something ridiculous. I don't know. Um, But most of the time it's something more significant of they're looking for. Uh, for a new experience or had a bad experience somewhere else. And so they would quote transfer from church to church. And yeah. that's not really the game that we want to play. We try to have a very harmonious relationship with the other congregations in this community um, as much as we can and set that example for society. As you guys know, it's pretty easy to uh, touch a tender spot right now and uh, turn up the ambient anxiety that we're all living <laughs> in and uh, create disunity. So as much as we can uh, not contribute to that, that's that's one of our goals anyway.
1: Well Pastor Ben we we have contributed quite a bit when it comes to uh, school board election uh, chat uh, we're not a political podcast we're a community podcast and if the community's talking about it you know we're going to bring it up and everybody seems to be divided they they have their fundamentalism beliefs that it's the way that I think about things is the only way to think about things sort of like religion right? There's some people are just, you know, Roman Catholics, the Jewish faith and whatnot. You have everybody operating in silos, getting their information in silos. Their thoughts are in silos. How do we bring everybody together and stop all this bickering and wasted energy? Do you got any thoughts, Pastor Ben? Is there a, an event that, it would, that could possibly happen to bring everybody to, together and stop all this?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess if I could answer that question, I'd be uh, (laughs) not just a wealthy guy, but I'd be known known at serious levels. Um, I I don't foresee a. a, I mean, if if a pandemic can't do it, right? I'm not sure a cataclysmic event in our society is going to heal some of those things. I mean, I think frankly, uh, the reality where we are. Our senior pastor Mike Woodruff and I are having dinner tomorrow night with seven people across Chicagoland, a couple university presidents, a um, business leader, another pastor, a leading thinker in the political space. And we're the conversation is all about pluralism and trying to ask the questions, how do you dialogue amidst great disagreement? And so we've got an extended agenda, ask people to read a book ahead of time to think through some of those things that are there. And certainly the Christian faith will inform how we're approaching uh, some of those questions. But I mean, yeah, we're very aware that that's not a, that's not unique to the church. That's that is the reality in which so many people are living in today's society. And certainly seems like the political volume on that has been raised tremendously. And so that is guiding most of the conversations most of the time um, that are there, but yeah, we're getting together because that's part of what we want to contribute to try to figure out how we can be a part of that. It certainly seems like we got here over a long period of time and it'll take a long time to kind of move forward through that. And so, I don't know if you saw the, there's an Atlantic article this morning on civil war, uh, there's a writer in the South who's a political thinker who was, uh, his, he also had something about, you know, joking, not joking, but uh, alluding to uh, a future civil war in America. Again, just things that are like, are you kidding me? Are we reading history? Or are we reading like current moment? Like what in the world is happening? So um, insofar as you guys are creating that in Lake forest with your school board fund, you know, I'm sure. Uh,
1: Nobody wants to admit that they don't have all the answers. Ego comes into play. And more importantly, have and have nots come into play because with social media, let's just talk about Facebook, who was on 60 Minutes. Uh, the whistleblower was basically saying they they thrive on getting engagement from negative contents. We have people hey. comparing their lives to one another. Oh, I don't have as much as you. Oh, I don't like you. And social media can help us at, it's hurting us more than 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 help us. I'm sure it's helping your your viewership, but it's almost like we were better off to the day when we had CBS, NBC, and ABC. Ben, you got any yeah. thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I am I am far from uh, the cultural expert on those types of things. Um, <laughs> I mean, we you know here's your $50 word for the day. We talk about yeah. um, epistemological humility um, and Wait, epistemology. What? Yeah, that's right. That's that's what I'm saying. That's your big word for the day. So okay. epistemology is like a category of philosophy that is how do you know anything at all, right? How do, how do you actually have the knowledge that you have? And so our approach or where we want to come into that conversation is not is yeah from a from the reality of of being broken people that not just act sinfully but think sinfully and have sinful desires and um, so therefore we're not the ones that have a corner on the market and truth, but we do try to point people to Uh, Jesus, who we think is the way, the truth, and life—that's that's that's sort of a classic Christian belief that is there, trying to help people understand who who Christ said he was and how he lived his life and um, what those things mean. And so, I mean, it's it is uh, as you said, it's it is a difficult moment to do those things, and certainly the uh, the echo chambers on social media only make that worse for so many of us because we just hear who we think. Is a broad range of people, but the algorithms are shaping a lot of that for us, and yeah. uh, keeps us from really hearing across the aisle. And and certainly, our hope is that relationships would trump those things, trump the information, and therefore, when you actually get to know someone who you quote disagree with, or it's on the other side of the aisle, and you find out their kid's struggling with the same thing your kid is, it, it just changes the whole framework of what we're talking about. Um, and that sense of being enemies with somebody can can really change. You see a common humanity, and and maybe potentially a way forward on that, but I'm, I don't, I don't have the uh, high level uh,
1: yeah, yeah yeah
0: regulatory well, principles that need to put in place for social media or whatever else. Um, but it's, I think people are going to do it. I mean, you see what's happening in China with kids and um, even playing video games. And it seems like there's going to be some kind of like nicotine warning on the side of something that comes up. Or you're going to pay extra taxes if you do this stuff, or we'll see what, we'll see what the country tries to do with those things, but it's, it's, it's real.
1: Well, Scoo and I have seen, you know, people that appear one way in on social media, and when they come on the air, and you get to hear what they have to say, it's like two different people. Isn't that right, Scoo?
2: Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, when you get in front what? of them and talk to them; it's a different, whole different world. Just what you're saying, you know, some some have the same problems you do, and you know, vice versa.
0: Yeah, well, let me flip the question on you guys. So, what yeah. can Christchurch do? Do you think to serve and love uh, the Lake Forest community? Well, you guys talk to people all the time, and what do you think the church, how the church can contribute uh, in this current moment?
1: Go <laughs> here. Okay, I'll give you an answer. I think what you're yeah. doing with the online presence. I think you're okay. you're bigger you're bigger than Lake Forest to get to get the message out there because people actually going to a physical location. I don't know if that's ever going to get back to where it was, but I definitely think it can expand even larger with people that want to tune in and what, what they, they want to hear what you have to say, you know, taking the kids up to Wisconsin. I think that's a, a great thing to see so the kids can understand what it's like not to be able to be on their phone 24 hours a day, having a safe place to go. If you do want to go in person, it's, you don't know which religion is, is which, because everybody's saying, just starting with Jesus Christ, is there a Jesus or not, right? You go to the Jewish faith and they say, well, wait a minute. I think you keep doing what you're doing and expanding with your technology so more people can tune in. I think that's great. School, you got an opinion?
2: Not really, but I I just think being non-denominational, I think welcomes in more people than going to a specific church. Not that going to a specific church is wrong, but I think that alone in the community is something good because it does get people who aren't at a certain church over there and understanding what you guys do and all that. So, and I, and I think that the stuff you're doing externally with the kids and adults and all that is fantastic.
1: Yeah, no, thanks. It's good. No, we we like you, of course. We you know we love Reverend Luke back. of course. You know, Ben. We, yeah, yeah, nobody's as have... cool as Luke
0: back, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's got that he's Texas got... I, I mean, that guy's amazing. <laughs> Oh, he
1: he is a walking Xanax. I love it, man. He'll just chill <laughs> you out. <laughs> he
0: is Church of the Holy Spirit is fortunate to have him uh, have him there. So,
1: hey, Christ Church, Church of the Holy Spirit, you guys. Uh, it's just it just goes to show you, Scoo. the The line for us to get into heaven is getting longer <laughs> and longer with each show that we do. <laughs> ben, anything I miss uh, on the show today?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the two things I would invite folks out to is uh, October the 11th. So Monday night we take over, we rent out Mickey Fins in Libertyville. It's a men's event and we're bringing in Jeff Kemp. He's a former NFL uh, player and run, leads a Christian ministry. So we're bringing him to talk about just men's issues that are there. And so we'll be at Mickey Finn's 7 PM that night. It's always fun to see guys from all over the place that are part of that event. And then um, we do something called trunk or treat, which is exactly what it sounds like. And we pull up a bunch of cars in the parking lot. We'll do that on a Sunday, uh, October the 24th in the afternoon, three to five. So families from all over are welcome to come to that and, you know, get their kids all dressed up kind of pre Halloween and come around the, the local fire department. will be here. Some of that stuff. So it's just a fun day to bring your kids and to meet some mothers in the family. So I'd say those, those two things other than coming on a weekend, um, those would be two things coming up that would be great to have anyone in Lake Forest like bluff community to come out to.
1: You can count on us, Ben.
0: All right, hey, I'll that see right you Mickey fans.
1: That's right, Candy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, Ben, we we tell everybody on the show we'll be uh, at their event. So that's uh, right, you'll be at may,
2: everything.
0: Love it.
1: May, may, may lightning strike me. I'm getting pretty good at that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you guys probably heard this this old joke, but you know, the uh, recently two guys, two neighbors died and went to heaven, and one was a pastor, one was the Uber driver. And they dropped the Uber driver off at his at his mansion. And it was like this massive gold, just huge palatial estate. And so the pastor's thinking, holy smokes, if this normal Uber driver guy gets that, like, wait till I get mine. So they go down further in the neighborhood. The angel drops him off this little shack. And he's like, Is this my place? Are you kidding me? And he's like, What's the deal? How come he's there and I'm here? And he said, Well, Every time you preached, everybody would fall asleep. And every time that guy drove, everybody would pray. So he gets the, uh, you know, he, he directed more people to God than you did. So that may be true for you, Pete. It may be that you're causing school board chaos and people are praying about it. And I'm trying to preach and they're going to sleep. So
1: they're trying to change my first name to GD. <laughs> uh, ben, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Christ Church? Is it christchurchil.org?
2: Yeah,
0: that's it. The website really is, is the, is the best place coming in person and talking to somebody in the church is probably ideal and website uh, would give you all the ways that you can do that.
1: Pastor Ben, thank you so much for
0: coming on the show today. Yeah, no, it was fun. Thanks for doing what you guys do.
1: Thanks for coming on. Oh, we're going to do the, we're going to do this again. We're going to need your
0: help. Yeah. You need to get our senior pastor, Mike Woodruff on here. We'll make sure that uh, you can get all the, you know, he's the, he's the strategic high level thinker on this. So we'll bring him on next time.
1: Well, then we got to find a high-level thinker. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about on the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and it can be reached at Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the show notes. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening, and we thank our Patreon supporters church of the holy spirit reverend luke beck and matt a cue the band